Support for this podcast and the following message come from Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey. Jack Daniels is the oldest, mellowest, whiskiest whiskey, and every drop is made in Lynchburg, Tennessee. Jack Daniels, turning nights into stories since 1866. Please drink responsibly. You're connected to All Songs Considered. I am Bob Boylan. I'm here with Marissa LaRusso. Hi, Bob. Hi. Uh, I, I happen to know that you were out concert going, and we're going to talk about that later, right? Did you see anything? That maybe is true. That you... I, I saw a wonderful show this weekend. Oh, good. So we're going to get to that in a bit. I have uh, today a premiere from Jeff Tweedy. He's got a solo album coming out, and it's called Warm. I like that name, Warm. I'm going to play a song in a second, but I want to talk the, the liner notes are written by the writer George Saunders. Oh, wow. Yeah. So George Saunders starts off the liner notes. Here's what he, here's what he says. He says, a person gets to a certain stage in life, and he's talking about Jeff, and, but then he also says, I'm there myself, no longer in the throes of child raising, and he says that magnificent distraction. Uh, when he starts to think of death not as some abstraction that happens to other people, but as a big indifferent train that even at this moment is rolling out of the station located at an unknown but infinite distance away. George Saunders says, isn't it time now to finally be happy? Question mark. The universe starts asking along with that a second complicated question. The question is, but how can I be happy in a world like this? I love that he's naming the album Warm, but the liner notes start off with death. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he goes on to say, um, how should we live when the huge piano label death is eventually going to fall not only on us, but on everyone we love? This album is, it seems to me, George Saunders says, an answer. Or more than an answer, it's a nod to the validity of the question. Should I be wary of life or enjoy it, the listener asks. And Jeff Tweedy says, yes. Yes. If that is not a recommendation for an album, I don't know what is. <laughs> it will make you think about death and life in new ways. Well, I'm going to play a song, uh, the new, new song from Jeff Tweedy. is called Some Birds. And in that context, uh, let's listen. He has a point 
Ah, uh, it's so good to hear Jeff Tweedy. On this record, uh, Marissa's, um, his son, Spencer, is playing drums. Glenn Kochi from Wilco's on it, uh, and Tom Schick's on it. So a lot of the usual uh, suspects who make great music with Jeff Tweedy. When does it come out? Uh, November 30th, it comes out uh, on uh, DBPM Records. And um, I'm excited for listening to all his words and all his thought. We hear this more and more, at least... I've been following a lot of artists for a really long time, and I like like the Paul Simon that came out recently, where he talks about what it means to be older and and mm-hmm. to really give a perspective of age and the great thing we know as life, and not the same love songs, you know, that somebody would write when they were twenty to write them when they're sixty or fifty. Uh, it's nice to uh, get different perspectives and. Yeah, it's a kind of wisdom that I think even young people like myself look out for in good music. Good. Uh, you, the other day, I was I got a video in, and I took my grabbed my laptop, and I ran over to your desk, and I turned the laptop around. and I remember this fondly. <laughs> <laughs> and showed you. And it was new Charlie Bliss. Um, Charlie Bliss, who we love, who put out a record last year called Guppy that I think pretty much everyone in the office listened to on repeat all year (laughs) and this new song called heaven is the first song that they've released since they put that album out the singer of charlie bliss eva hendrix says it's the first song that they wrote since they finished the album and it's a love song speaking of young people writing love songs but i read a quote from eva hendrix the singer who said that she when she wrote this song she was kind of nervous because it's charlie bliss's first real love song and she thought well maybe i'll be happy maybe you know songwriting is the thing that i turn to for processing and uh, to work through difficult things. And maybe when I'm happy, I won't have anything interesting to say anymore. And so she kind of saw this song as a challenge to herself in writing it. And I think it came out pretty great. Do you think it's autobiographical from all that that you're saying? Hard to tell. But I hope hope that there's a measure of happiness in her life if it means that she'll keep writing great songs like this. Great. And the song is again? It's called Heaven. I'm not here. I'm so high. I feel everything I feel
I think that's why they call it bliss, right? <laughs> that, that that wonderful long uh, guitar growling ending. Just pure joy, pure delight. Awesome. That's Charlie Bliss. So this is a single. And we are all eagerly awaiting a new album, but I don't know when it's coming. Oh, so that's probably going to mean next year if we don't know. Maybe. Who, you know, in this economy, Bob, who knows? <laughs> Maybe it'll just drop from the sky tomorrow. <laughs> That's what I will be praying for. Awesome. So we're going to bring in Christy Gilbo. Christy's an intern here. I was thinking of how growling that guitar was, and, and she has a band, Yowler, and I don't know, maybe that's a segue, maybe it's not. So, uh, Christy, you've, you've been following Yowler uh, for a while. So Yowler is, I think, what started as a side project for Marion Jones from St. Seneca and All Dogs, but it's kind of transitioned to uh, her main priority. She has a second album coming out under this project in October. Uh, It's a follow-up to their debut, The Offer, that came out in 2015. She's released three singles for it, and each one seems to be strained from the kind of intimacy and just her and an acoustic guitar that seems to be her first album, uh, moving into this really devastating, dense heavily distorted songwriting that she seems to be moving towards. More fitting for that name than the acoustic. (laughs) So uh, what are we going to play from Yowler? This single is called Where's My Light?
I mean, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Don't you feel like cleansed after listening to I totally to that? do. I needed both of those last two songs <laughs> so much. I think something that I loved so much about the offer, um, Marin Jones's first release as Yowler, is that there's this like very kind of lovely, delicate quality to her voice. And in All Dogs, which is kind of more of like a fuzzy, like pop punk yeah. band, you kind of sometimes lose that part of her voice because of the you know big guitars and. And in Yowler, it's arranged really delicately and the instrumentation is a lot more minimal. And so you really get to hear kind of how gentle and careful her melodies are. And I think on this new Yowler record, you really get a sense that she's learned how to take those lessons and then combine them with those big, desperate sounding guitars. Did they do that live uh, too, Christy? Yeah. So Yowler has been opening for Level Up on their farewell tour, and she did kind of a combination of songs from The Offer and from Black Dog in My Path, the album coming out. And it was interesting since she's added all these people to Yowler for this album. What sorts of instruments did she play? Uh, so on this one, there's synth, some extra guitarist, drums, bass, clarinet. Uh, wow. <laughs> bowed guitar, cello, but she would kind of go back and forth between it just being her on the stage with a guitar and then her with a drummer and uh, a bassist. So it was pretty interesting to see live. I like what then happens when things break down, come together, break down. Come yeah, down. I yeah. think it's a good image for Yallery's sound. That's great. We're going to take a break. Thank you, Christy. And we'll come back and, uh, I don't know, Marissa, you think you have any good music? I think I got some good music. Yeah, I think I got some too. And you're listening to All Songs Considered from NPR Music. Support for NPR and the following message come from the Lagunitas Brewing Company, whose brewmaster Jeremy Marshall and founder Tony McGee want to make each Lagunitas beer a memorable musical experience. You think about it later. It plays in your head like the way a song can get stuck in your head. It's like getting a beer caught in your ear or a, or a song caught in your nose. To discover how music plays a part in more than just great beer at Lagunitas, visit lagunitas.com slash music. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Hinge, a community of authentic and thoughtful people seeking quality relationships. Hinge's new most compatible feature considers all the fish in the sea and recommends one highly compatible match every day. With most compatible, paired members actually see each other. On Hinge, three out of four first dates lead to second dates. Find a lasting connection. Download Hinge in the Apple Store or Google Play. I'm Bob Boylan with All Songs Considered, sitting in the studio with Marissa LaRusso from NPR Music. Hi. Hello. So, uh, Marissa, for a long time I've been following this band, San Fermin. Uh, we've had them at the Tiny Desk. I've seen them in concert a whole lot. They have two vocals, which is nice, and one is male and one is female. At least that's the way it's been through their history, and they've switched female vocals a couple of times now. But Alan Tate is that deep baritone, that dreamy baritone in the band. And he went off on his own in 2016, put out a record called Sleepwalker, and now I've just been dropped a new record from Alan Tate. Very exciting. Uh, yeah, it is. And and for fans of The National, I, he probably hates this, but for fans, and I don't mean that he hates The National, I just mean comparisons, but I like to like put things in a place for people sometimes. Is that, it the deep voice? It, it is, in fact, that deep voice. And so I'm going to play uh, something from Alan Tate. It's a new song. It's called When Did I Get Like This? It's an album called In the Waves, and uh, I'm going to let Alan tell us about this song. So When Did I Get Like This is the last song that I wrote on my new record. I think in the course of writing all the other songs and just being holed up in my apartment for two months, I had gotten myself a lot more wound up than I had realized. 
one night I went out to a party with my girlfriend to try and unwind a little and relax. Uh, and I ended up just having a really awful time. I just couldn't be in the moment and I was totally in my head and I wasn't any fun to be around and I kind of knew it even though there was nothing I could do about it. The next day I came back and wrote this song basically all at once. It's just kind of about the feeling when you come down from being wound up and you're kind of taking stock of how you acted and just kind of basking in the glow of the whole thing and just thinking about how you really need to chill out. We are fuzzy today, just plain fuzzy. <laughs> I like a little bit of fuzz. Yeah, that's Alan Tate um, and uh, a song called When Did I Get Like This, another self-reflective song 
like those things. Uh, yeah, this is a day of fuzzy self-reflection, Bob. <laughs> I'm going home and thinking. <laughs> I'm going to crank up my amp. You've given us a lot to think about today, Mr. Boylan. <laughs> Good. Uh, there's a record coming, but I don't know when, from Alan Tate. And that album that we don't know when it's coming is called In the Waves. So the other night, Friday night, we had a friend of ours, workmate of ours, and we'll get to that in a minute, playing at a club, The Black Cat. I really wanted to go see two acts as well. In addition to uh, this group we know as Bad Moves, I wanted to go see um, Mary McLaughlin, who I like an awful lot. She was opening for a group called Saint Sister. And Saint Sister is a band who I'd never seen before, but I remember prepping for uh, South by Southwest and their song was in my list of things to listen to randomly and I listen to things randomly and blindfolded, so to speak, and don't know what I'm listening to. Rated it four stars. Those are bands I want to see when I can like fall for something that I had no idea about, don't know who they are. Four out of how many stars? Five. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say four yeah. out of a hundred, you know, oh, it's yeah, not too or, impressive. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so I didn't have tickets to the show that you were going to see, that I right. knew you were going to see, and that many of the people in our office were going to see. But I figured I'll just get there. It'll be fine. Um, it's a new band. I mean, it's not going to sell out. And it's about 9.15, and I text you, and I text Lars, and I say, uh, what time are they coming on? And I'm sitting watching Marion, and her songs are just, uh, well, they're deep and philosophical, and I'm mm -hmm. just getting lost in them, and they're and just quite wonderfully. And Lars texts me back and says, 9.30, which is like 15 minutes from where the text is, which I could walk. But then the next sentence said, but it's sold out. And I just thought, okay, damn. But I'm going to enjoy this moment because I'm really having a good time, so I'm going to let it go. And we're going to talk about where you were okay. in a minute. <laughs> but I, but uh, I want to talk about where I wound up staying. I wound up staying, seeing uh, St. Sister. They're an Irish duo. There are actually four mm. people in the band that night, but it's two women. And then they had an electronic percussionist and uh, a bassist. But the women play, uh, there's a harpist. Oh, wow. And then uh, electronic keyboards and so forth. Uh, they have a new album coming out. It's called The Shape of Silence. It comes out October 5th. And I want to play uh, the song that totally grabbed me that evening. Uh, a little depressing name. It's called Corpses. We stand hand in hand like corpses. Our friends are corpses too And the man who took the photograph Likes the look of you We stand hand in hand like corpses Our friends are corpses too Get out of the land, 
St. Sister is a group ethereal. Yeah, that's very beautiful. Ethereal is a good word. Do you know the group Overcoats? Yes. Yeah, so the other side of St. Sister is a, is a more uh, buoyant sound as well with those interweaving harmonies that Overcoats does. St. Sister does that too. So they have sort of two sides. But I got lost that night in that, uh, that beautiful sound. That's a song uh, called Corpses. It's from a, a record coming just any week now called Shape of Silence. So I was ethereal, I was at DC9, I was enjoying myself. It kind of seems like that's a show where like everyone would lay down on the floor and kind of stare at the <laughs> ceiling together. Is that what you were doing? Yeah. Uh, in, um, in my head. In your head. <laughs> yes, the floor you do not want to lay on the floor. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> in any nightclub I can think of, actually, this is not a slight to one. <laughs> but you were blocks away down uh, uh, at the Black Cat. Definitely a different mood. Yeah, so I was at the Black Cat to see the record release show of a band called Bad Moves. And, you know, there's a lot of people at NPR and especially in NPR Music who are music makers themselves, and usually we don't cover that stuff. But in this case, a member of the band Bad Moves is actually NPR Music's own Daoud Tyler Amin. And this record is magnificent. The internet has been lighting up about it. Twitter... Yeah, it'd be silly if we didn't talk about this record because everybody else is and Daoud's the drummer here right ever since I first heard this record I thought man if Daoud was not in this band this would have been on all songs considered yesterday he doesn't know we're covering this by the way oh my god (laughs) (laughs) that'll be a fun surprise for him but yeah it's a really remarkable record I've been trying to think about how to categorize it and I would say it's power pop for people who think a lot (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Which is good because yeah, I think yeah. at NPR Music, you know, we try to be thoughtful people. But it's kind of a record that moves between youth and adulthood and in between being in your own head and being out in the world. And it, you know, makes you think about things like capitalism, but also who are you and how do you deal with your feelings? But then also gentrification. It's kind of all of those things wrapped into this great high energy power pop sound. And the record release really show was sold out for a reason, Bob, and it's because a lot of people love this band. That's awesome. What are you going to pick from this album? So I'm going to play a song for you called Give It a Shot. 
I think it's kind of like maybe the best distillation of this kind of high energy, good mood, even when you're dealing with complicated things, songs on the record. Um, The record, by the way, which came out this past Friday on Don Giovanni Records, it's called Tell No One. And one of the things that's pretty special about Bad Moves is that each of the people in the band were either in other bands when Bad Moves started or they're still in other bands. And they really wanted this to be a collaborative writing and performing experience. So when you listen to songs, it's not always super clear the exact perspective that the song is coming from, which is on purpose. And when you see them sing and even when you listen to the record, everyone trades off singing. So there's not like one lead vocalist. It's kind of a shared responsibility among the four members of the band, which gives it a very communal feel and kind of makes you feel like you're part of it too. Excellent. Let's go out on this Bad Moves. The song is called... Give it a shot. Thanks, Marissa. Thanks, Bob. For NPR Music, it's all songs considered.